Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala Rasulillah. You know, there is no point if we are going to be Muslims and we're going to be racist. There are many Muslims that are racist. It's absolutely un-Islamic. This is not Islam. There is no racism in Islam. It comes down to the fact that the majority are wearing religion like a clothing. It's all the outward form. But the spiritual reality of the religion has not penetrated their hearts. This is a huge problem because the Muslims are supposed to lead the way. The Muslims, Muslims are supposed to be the best cream of the crop. See, the human being is the highest of creation. And the human being is supposed to be a Muslim. You know, every human is supposed to be a Muslim. Because every human being is supposed to worship our Creator, our one Creator. Now look at us today. Look at us today. Look at the Muslims today. You know, I was guided to Islam, alhamdulillah, by looking at the dysfunction of this world, the way it is. And now that I am a Muslim, I feel this desire to help those who are like me, who are outside the fall of Islam, to find what I have found, alhamdulillah. Well, I'm pointing this out because we need, we need to point this out. And yet, it has to be gentle. You know, if you want change, change yourself. I can't change the state of the Ummah by 
pointing at its flaws because when you point at someone's flaws you only make them defensive you only trigger them you only make them retaliate because people don't like to be held a mirror up against them you see the thing is we all know we all know that we are not as good as we should be And it's very triggering when someone tells us they see our flaws. Because we all want to be loved, even the ones that don't have the capacity to love another. It's funny. But this is... It is what it is. Those that don't have the capacity to love, well, those are the ones that have chosen the dark path. They have chosen lies. They have chosen not to look within. They have chosen to deny the mirror. Deny the man in the mirror. See, we all see the reflection. We all see it. It's just that, do we deny it? And the ones that are taking the right path, the good path, is the one that reflects upon his sincerity, upon his nature, the one that introspects and contemplates and ponders why, questions why, Things are happening. Why am I messing up? Why am I still unhappy? Why am I... Why are my relationships still messed up? This kind of questioning, this kind of introspection. But the ones who choose the dark path, they don't. Somewhere along the line, they choose to... They choose control. The control is a given, you see. That's how the human, that's how the ego derives its sense of stability and security. We need some sense of control. But the true path is to seek to control your ego, your nafs. The one who seeks to control his nerves, master his nerves, he is on the right path. The one who knows himself, knows God. To really take a good look at your flaws and your shortcomings and the mistakes and really reflect and introspect, that is the true path. That is the path of ascension. But, and the other path is to deny the dark aspects that that are revealed when things go wrong, when we are tested. God tells us that He will test us. He even tells us that He will test us twice a year or something like that. Sorry, I can't remember. 
He even tells us how often He tests us to, to make us reflect. How specific can you get? When I read that, I'll try to bring up the source. It's either it's from the Quran or a tafsir of the Quran. That Allah tests us. Frequently, it doesn't the, a year doesn't go by that, that we are not tested, that makes us reflect. See the ones that choose the dark path, they don't they ignore it, they, they choose to control people's perceptions of them instead. They choose to control the outside. They choose not to control the inside. They choose not to control and work on themselves. They choose to control perceptions of the people around them. They choose to control the external instead of the internal. You see, it's working on the inner landscape. That's the true path to success. And those that take this path of you, if you're one of these people that take the inner path, try to Stay away from those that take the other path. Especially for a partner, right? I would say this is one of the main things you want to look at in a partner. Because those that are close to us influence us, right? So you need to be careful. So this goes into a lot of other reasons. God knows best. God knows best who will give us the growth we need. We need to trust in Allah. We need to focus on that introspective. Sometimes we're going to get abused by those that choose the other path, right? Those that choose to control. See, people will try to control us. And they might abuse us, they might discard us, they might, you know, hurt us really badly. And we can give them a narcissistic injury when we point the mirror at them and tell them all the ways that they are not, they are being selfish. That doesn't work. Very few people are fair. Very few people are just in this life. So if you protest when someone is beating you unjustly, And when you try to protest and reason and hey, why can't you see this? Why can't you be fair? Sometimes you'll get met with even more anger because you're pointing out to them things that they don't want to see. see. It can be very painful, but just know that 
You see, this is how Islam is the only refuge. Because if you relied on the people around you, where do you go? If you relied on yourself, where do you go? You cannot function on your own. The only way is Islam. If you attach to God, then you're able to forgive the abuser for his inability to love and the ability to reflect, introspect. They have the ability, they just choose not to. They choose the path of arrogance. At the root of all the sicknesses, you will find arrogance, envy. You see, some people, they will hate you on sight. Have you had that experience? This is a spiritual experience. Yeah, everything is spiritual. This is spiritual war. I'm just hoping to pay my part before I return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These people that hate you on sight, there's arrogance and envy there, but they can basically tell, they can sense your energy, your energy of your giving nature, your well-meaning nature, or even your codependent nature. See, the codependent and the narcissist are on opposite ends of the spectrum. One gives to control and one takes to control. The narcissist may use you, but he resents you for your giving nature because it shows him all the ways that he is inadequate. You see, narcissists are very, very perceptive because they are always in fight flight, in the fight or flight response. You have to be, right? If you're going to control the environment, if you're going to focus on the outside environment, you need to be in a very alert state always looking for dangerous threats because their selves, their inner landscape is not authentic uh, they don't do the inner cleaning their insides are a mess so your outside needs to be clean it needs to be safe, you know they chose that path God knows best may Allah grant them hidayah all he died. Those that hate you on sight. They can tell. Just your presence alone. You don't even need to say a word. It's the same thing. It's the mirror being held in front of them. They are being reminded that they chose the path of evil. You see, even the bad guy, even the evil one, needs to believe that he is good. You see. And that's where the resistance comes, you see. That's where the hate comes from.
you think you're better than me? You see, that, that envy, that arrogance gets kicked up. And you and you're like, what's going on? <laughs> Why do you hate me? It goes deeper. Yeah. That's why. There's a lot of things that are said. It's beyond words. So we got to be very careful with our words, especially with these people that choose the external, they, they choose controlling the external, choose manipulation, choose deception, and they ignore the inner landscape. These people you have to be very careful with. Because they will hurt you, they will do anything, it's, it's all about them. It's all about taking, it's all about supply, it's all about control. So learn to identify these people and stay away from them. But if, if they are a part of your life and they were a part of your life, know that they serve the purpose. You see, the evil that Allah touches us with has a purpose to play. I can say all these things because of the evil that has touched me. Alhamdulillah, I have lessons. It's about the good that we make of it. Look up Surah Kahaf. The lessons of Surah Kahaf. Are very relevant for us. And that is why Muslims are told to recite first ten verses. There's great blessing in reciting the first ten verses of Surah Kahaf. Reflecting on those verses. bring great benefit. The story alone tells you a lot. There is the evil. You see the evil in what's happening, but the, the good, we don't see it. God knows best. So we have to trust that every evil that has touched us, we have to make good of it. If we are going to get fall into despair, if we're going to lose hope over our Creator and ourselves and all that from the evil that touched us. We fall into the danger of taking the dark path, you see. God does not burden a soul more than it can bear. La yukallifu Allah nafsan illa usaha. And much of the suffering that we go through is from what we have brought upon ourselves. That is why the reflection is important, because if we don't reflect, we're going to create more and more suffering. We don't get to blame God. We don't get to blame anyone but ourselves. So this is an invitation to reflect. We have to reflect. That is our saving grace, to reflect, to introspect, and to take the path of the inner.
inner journey to truly know oneself truly knowing your shadow stop here. Anything that I said that is wrong is from me and Shaitan and Allah and His Messenger and free of me from it. Subhanaka Allahumma wa bihamdik ashadu an la ilaha illa anta wa astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaha.